Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your Jackie Beat hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth! In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood. To lick it right, lick it good, show you how to... Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Goosebumps. Hey there and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your hostess with the most is Munoz. And oh my God, it's Halloween weekend. <laughs> oh, you know, everybody out there in podcast land, I do these crazy intros week after week. And sometimes I add them in after I have a guest or after I record the episode because I sometimes don't necessarily know where the episode is going. And, you know, I've like compared myself from everybody to the Queen Mother down to Wendy Williams and whatnot. And this week, I decided to reference one Jackie Beat for several reasons. But one being that not only is she a legendary drag queen on the scene that has been doing this for a million years, but this bitch just got a facelift and is helping fund her facelift by selling shares of her face for $19.68 because it's like the year she was born. (laughs) And I am obsessed. I am obsessed with the entirety of it all. And with that said, I am now um, selling shares of my newly found love handles and my almost 40-year-old sagging behind for $19.81. You can cash at me, Venmo me, um, PayPal me. Because <laughs> bitch needs some work done, I've decided. And um, I'm taking the inspiration from one Ms. Jackie Beat herself. Speaking of losing weight, I've you know, I'm on this like little bit of a weight loss journey to get rid of this like quarantine 20. And I've mentioned that like, you know, I'm working with some like Instagram like trainer and he's like really amazing. And like I paid him to send me like a diet and and it's this crazy diet. And I've been on one of these diets a long, long time ago in like 2006, 2007. It was like the first time I was doing Naked Boy Singing. And this, this bitch has me eating 14, count them, yes, 14 eggs a day. That's 12 egg whites and two eggs. Like, why is that necessary? And why is the theory behind this all that, like, to lose more, you have to eat more? I don't understand it. I don't get it. But let me tell you, 14 eggs a day is is just a small piece of it, by the way, between the intermittent fasting and the rest of the stuff I have to eat all day long between these eight-hour this eight hour period, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot guys, just for me to fit back into my clothes. (laughs) 
And with that said, I, I'm really excited for today's episode because hopefully this lady that's about to come on the pod can help me figure all of this out and maybe explain a thing or two to me. All the way from New Jersey, she's the co-owner of Drag Queen Entertainment LLC, proud mom of six cats, or a crazy cat lady, as I would say, and lover of all things healthy. The eat clean drag queen herself. Join me in welcoming Ms. Asta La Vista. Hello, darling. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. I am so excited to be here. Well, thank you for giving me time out of your busy schedule, madam. So busy during this quarantine, you know. Now, is it, now is it Ms., Miss, or Mrs.? I guess right now it's Mrs. Because, wait, no, wait. It's Miss right now. We're waiting for him to put the ring on it, and then we'll upgrade to Mrs. Oh, oh. We've been together for eight years now, so I think that Mrs. is well-earned. I mean, that ring is well-earned. I agree. (laughs) You're doing all the things. You're you're cooking, you're cleaning, and you're bringing home the bacon. And she's looking pretty, too. I mean, come on. What's he doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? This is... This is not easy work, folks. (laughs) (laughs) See, you get it. You get it. I do get it. I do get it. But before we get anywhere, in the grand tradition of In Your Mouth, I want to wish you, Ms. La Vista, a happy National Chocolate Day. Ooh, I did not know that, but I'm excited now. I have an excuse for dessert. Thank you so much. Happy National Chocolate Day. Are you a chocolate lover? I'm not just a chocolate lover. I am chocolate obsessed. You can put chocolate on just about anything, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and I am all about it. A little mole sauce with some cacao in there, you know, get fancy with it. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, mole sauce. Wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, Are are you of Latin descent, madam? I am not of Latin descent. No, I know my name is Stalavista would imply that I am some form of Spanish or Latin, but I just really like the Terminator. I thought Arnold Schwarzenegger looked bomb when he said that, and it just kind of stuck. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for the Terminator 2 reference also. For those, of you young, for those of you youngins out there, please go watch the Terminator series <laughs> to get this reference. Yep. Oh my goodness. Um, I love I love a chocolate. Um, but wait a minute. Now there's a heated debate here. White chocolate, Ooh. milk chocolate, dark chocolate, or extra dark. So my issue is I love white chocolate, but now that I've started eating paleo, there is no companies that make a white chocolate whatsoever. It's like not even available in the paleo world. So I have been sticking to like a milk chocolate, a cashew milk chocolate, but if it was up to me, it would be white chocolate all day, every day. Really? And now the debate is, is white chocolate even chocolate? No, it's not anymore. And I think that's why I like it most because it's literally <laughs> just sugar at that point. Sugar, sugar and milk, right? <laughs> yep, literally sugar and milk and then sweetened and, milk. Yes. But that's why it's so damn good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, um, well, it looks like you and I are ready to take a ride on the Hershey Highway. I am ready to go. <laughs> but if so, dark chocolate is all that's there, I'm totally okay oh, with it. Now oh, that I've been eating paleo, you know, that's... Most of what I have is dark chocolate, and yeah. it is what it is. And we're going to get into this paleo journey of yours because I, along with a good gal pal of mine, many, many years ago when this paleo trend um, hit the scene, you know, back on the scene, yes. crispy and clean, uh, <laughs> eating, that is, uh, we went whole hog, whole hard paleo, giving you all the paleo breads, the paleo cookies, the, oh, yes. the paleo bagels, uh, the <laughs> All of it, all of it. And, and needless to say, I decided I like beans too much to, to get them up. <laughs> Fair enough. And with that, um, a little bit of this day in gay history. Did you know that in 1824, yes, you heard correctly, 1824, the Marquis de Coustin is beaten and left for dead after propositioning a male soldier in Saint-Denis. The the scandal forces him out of the closet, but he recovers and lives his life as an open sodomite with partner Edward St. Barbet. Coustin maintains a successful social life in Paris. Look at that. Wow, I did not know that. Learned something new every day. This was 1824? 
1824, just living as an open sodomite. Wow, literal gay history right there. I mean, yeah, I had to look up who this man was for a second. And he was a French aristocrat and writer who is best known for his travel writing, in particular, his account of his visit to Russia, La Russie in 1839. The work, this work documents not only Coustin's travel through the Russian Empire, but also the social fabric, economy, and the way of life during the reign of Nicholas I. Okay. Look at that. All to say is that, y'all, we, we've been here. We were here. <laughs> we've been here since the beginning. <laughs> now, what I want to know, living as an open sodomite, they, it was a lot of clothing back then. You know, the, those were some sweaty parts. Yeah. And how did you find other open sodomites? And, or like just... closed sodomites. Yeah. And like they were taking baths like once a week, right? Yeah, that's a, a whole different world. I can't imagine yeah. the world without the internet now. You know, we've grown up on that where everybody's connected to everybody. So that's just a whole nother ballgame. Well, Literally, uh, actually. Uh, uh, excuse me one second. Maybe you've grown up on that. I remember I had a rotary phone growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I have dialed a rotary phone. So I can say I've done that, but I've never had it before. It was in my grandma's basement. Do the little I, circle thing. My first internet account was in 1996 via a CD that came in the mail advertising AOL. And we had the dial-up modem, which my mother, because we only had one line in the house, because that's what you had. My mother would always interrupt because she'd go pick up the phone to dial. Oh, yes. I totally remember that. And then she'd call, and then she'd curse me out to tell me to get off the the internet. (laughs) Meanwhile, I I wasn't even on the internet yet. Like it was that, just dialing up forever. That was like the beginning days of when I got on the internet. I was like eight or nine. We had the one line. Everybody needed to use the phone and the internet separate. I finally bribed my mom into getting me my own line. I had the internet. I thought I was the cool shit, you know. Yeah, that chatting to strange gentlemen in, in those AOL oh, chat. Girl, rooms. you know it. Absolutely. <laughs> my screen name, I'm going to say it and embarrass myself right now, at 10 years old was Lil Pimp 69. Lil Pimp. Lil Pimp 69, yep. Well, you know what? It it tracks from New Jersey. Oh, absolutely. I was from North Jersey Jersey too, so it's like Jersey, yeah. It is Jersey. Yep. (laughs) Aren't the housewives from North Jersey? Yes, I believe some of them are. I'm not sure if all of them are. I don't know the housewife life too much. I know there's different states they do it in. I've never really watched it. I'm not going to lie. Well, as a... Yeah, Judice. Judice, maybe. Yeah, she's she's around. She's she's still around, flipping tables. You know, <laughs> doing her thing, right? Making her money, holding her. holding down her the home, much like you are these days. Now, explain to me how why the eat clean drag queen. So I've been cooking since before quarantine, but not really taking it seriously, just for fun. And I knew this quarantine was going to either be a gain 50 pounds or stay on this healthy track moment. So I wanted to take it a little more seriously and hold myself accountable and like dedicate a little bit more of myself to dieting exercise. And it's really became a whole new journey for me. Wow. I'm feeling very attacked right now. Because while you're there being like, oh, well, I'm just going to eat clean and this and that. I'm not going to gain weight. You know what this asshole did? I'm just going to sit at home and drink. (laughs) For the first month, I was there too. I'm like, oh, shit. Then I put on this first 10 pounds. And I'm like, all right, it's time. So April came around and I started exercising. I started getting a little bit more into it, taking it seriously. Because at first you're like, oh, it's a break. You know what I mean? Let's start cheating on diets, screw the gym, all this. And I didn't want to get in that habit for too long. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, have... Have you always been um, a healthy eater or is this new path to paleoism something just new, like an exploratory mission into health? So I've I lost a bunch of weight. I lost about 100 pounds in 2010, 2011 era. And I did that very unhealthy. I wasn't really fueling my body. I was finding ways to just lose weight in an unhealthy way. And then ever since then, I was just trying fad diets. I wasn't really finding any ways to actually maintain a lifestyle. Well, uh, hold on a second. Let me, uh, let me interrupt you and forgive me a second. Let's explore that for a minute. Like, because the gay body dysmorphia of it all, right? And let's talk yes. about it, right? It's real. <laughs> it's real because listen, I am, I am gay obese, but I am straight skinny. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real thing, people. It, it, it really... 
It really, really is. And so I think it might be important for the people listening out there, if anybody is dealing with this sort of thing, uh, talk to me about losing weight in an unhealthy way and why it's important to recognize that so you can put yourself on the right track. So I kept hoping that with all these different fad diets that I was just going to have this miraculous result of actually feeling good and seeing a little bit of toned muscle and this and that. And you realize none of that happens. You're just thin and frail. You don't feel great. You don't have energy. So once I bounced into the paleo diet and started seeing that that was really just food meant to fuel you, it kind of made sense. All these fads were like, oh, just don't have any of this and have all fat. You know, they're not meant to last. The paleo diet seems like something you could stay on for the rest of your life and have good results. Wow. This is not sponsored by the Paleo Organization of America. (laughs) (laughs) But even diving into that a little bit deeper, like I've recently started exploring macronutrients and I want to get into counting them a little bit more while still remaining paleo and really focusing on seeing how you can hack your body and what you can do. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Like I had mentioned, I was on the paleo diet hardcore with my friend Jennifer for quite some time because the man that she was dating for a while um, legit uh, was started working at a paleo place. And so we, we even more so than he, like went whole hog, whole hog and hard, just hard with the diet. And that paleo bacon baking isn't, is it the easiest sometimes? No. How, how are you navigating all of this? So the baking does get excessive with me because I love sweets and I sometimes go a little bit overboard. So I have tried to limit it to one baked good a week now because otherwise you can put on weight on the paleo diet. There really is, you know, you know that, right? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, just to explain what the paleo diet is out there to the kids, it's uh, it's like based in like the Paleolithic era, right? Like we're going back to like the caveman. Yeah. They call it the caveman diet, yeah. right? Which is, which in reading a bunch of things, it's not really that. It's basically you're you're getting rid of all grains. Yep. Right? Uh, all legumes. Yep, all legumes, no soy. No soy. No refined nothing. sugars. Yeah, all of that. And so uh, the things you have to bake with that is left are like almond flour, coconut flour, arrowroot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got to go to the witch doctor section at Whole Foods. To, to Literally. Buy- I explore like five or six different grocery stores every week to get all my little ingredients. So it does become tedious. There's no denying yes, that. I can't the- say it doesn't. But the thing is, it's high in fat, but they're good fats, right? They're because yes. it's like nut, nut fats and avocado and, and things like that. But you can't be one of those people out there shoving, eating like four avocados a day and saying, oh my God, it's good fats. It's good fats. Exactly. Because you're still going to get what? Fat. Yep. That's actually how I got into the macronutrients. I noticed I was just having that little extra bit around my belly. And I'm like, what is going on? I started counting them and I'm like, oh, I'm 25% over on my daily fat. That's why it makes perfect sense. Yeah. 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 And I figure this is what this uh, Instagram trainer is like doing for me right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm having like a really basic moment. And so, uh, with this crazy diet of eating like 14 eggs a day, like for yeah, breakfast. That's crazy. Oh my God. It's, I mean, it makes sense though, actually. It does with the amount of protein in there, but wow, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. Well, the first time I did this was when I was prepping because I was a big musical theater baby. And the first time I did Naked Boys singing, I went crazy and a different trainer put me on a diet, but it was like, five egg whites and an egg and then like half a cup of oatmeal and something else for breakfast. And then you're eating every two hours. Like then there's a snack and then there's like half a cup of brown rice and uh, five ounces of protein and then a vegetable and then another snack. And then, and then you're eating once you're done with your six meals, you're done. So it's kind of like intermittent fasting. It's, it's very, very similar to this old diet that this man put me on. So I'm, I'm, assuming it has something to do with the macros, I'm, I'm just going to call myself not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> as long as there's results, who cares, right? Right? Uh, hopefully. That's uh, it. You I, don't I, need I, to know what's going on. Yes. I just hope I'm not gaining weight. But enough about me. Now, listen, life, life is so glamorous as a drag queen, right? Why? Let me put it like this. Life is so glamorous as a drag queen, yet not the easiest, right? Because it's ours. It's just hours of maintaining that beautiful face and that beautiful yes. makeup and 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 maintaining you know hours at the salon getting your hair <laughs> done. And, and now to add a different 
yet another element to the craft. Like what, what made you pivot to this like section of the art, if you will? I am very creative as a person. And once you take that creativity away from me, i.e. quarantine, show stopping, I needed to channel it in another outlet somewhere, somehow. I actually started on my Instagram making over different fruits and vegetables and giving them drag personas in the beginning. Like anything to just channel that creativity that's in there. And shows are finally starting again. So I'm very excited to be able to maintain this Instagram as well as start shows and see what that lifestyle and journey is going to lead to. Because it's going to be a little different. I won't have as much time on my hands. And I mean... So are we, uh, is the lady of the house just all gussied up when she makes her meals? <laughs> yes, yes. Let's tell the viewers that I'm always looking glamorous. I wake up, roll out of bed, and I am just a full-on queen. Yes, you never let your, you never let your partner or your boyfriend or your man ever see you without a stitch of makeup on. No, no, no. You don't get ready. You stay ready. That's right. You get a two hours <laughs> before him. Right? Yep, to, that's it. You go to bed after him and you get up before him. Yep, that's it. I do my run, put my makeup on before my run, reapply it after. That's that. That's <laughs> it. Like, just way to perpetuate, like, terrible, terrible stereotypes for, <laughs> no, that oppress women. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. This is incredible. And you are the second queen i've had on the pod who um uh, who cooks um where where does the culinary skill come from it is a completely home trained thing i went to no culinary school i took culinary in high school but i didn't really learn anything there it was out of necessity of me finally being fed up with all these little fad diets south beach atkins this that i wanted to understand food i wanted to know what was going to my body and it just i focused on it made it happen that's really amazing only because as somebody whose weight fluctuates very significantly, you know, like I feel like I eat like three French fries and I'm like 14 pounds heavier. Than <laughs> I time, get it. Right. Like this, this like Latino metabolism of mine just doesn't want to cooperate <laughs> in the least bit of it all. Um, just taking the time to recognize that like, this isn't working, this needs to work, you know, where can I like cheat and like in a healthy way yep. about it all and not necessarily depriving yourself of things that you love, right? Yes, that's very important to me. I still drink, I still have a lot of sweets, but I know to limit myself and not overdo it like I used to. I can binge eat a full cake in one night, like it is in my personality to do that, but I don't do that. I know that there is limits. Wait, we can drink on the paleo diet? So they don't really like drinking on the paleo diet, but they say tequila that is made from agave. Oh, is yes. they like, you know, yada, yada, yada. Oh. There's ones that they, they don't even allow it really. They definitely look down upon me when I post a drink and say it's paleo, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> All the other ingredients in there are paleo. It's lime juice. It's apple juice. You got to be reasonable. There's balance in life. Okay. <laughs> So not only do you have to deal with shade from the gay community, but the gay community, but now you have to deal with shade from the paleo community. <laughs> Darling, I have had women already write on some of my recipes as to why it's not Whole30 or paleo. I'm like, oh my goodness, they are cattier than drag queens, these moms. I was not <laughs> expecting it. I really have. I've had women write on my posts already. and like, um, this is delicious, but it's not Whole30. I'm like, oh, Wait, are you, a are you a clapback queen then? I was very, very polite in my clapback. It was one of those clapbacks that like could have, it was directed in general, not at her. It was like, I am a drag queen and I break the rules sometimes. So if you don't like my page, then blah, 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 but very sweet and poetic. Oh, okay. All right. All right. You know, you have to get, you have to keep up appearances, right? Exactly. And then, and then you curse them out <laughs> behind doors. Exactly. <laughs> then you just talk shit with a boyfriend. Exactly. And speaking of talking shit, I want to take a quick break because I think this segment is going to be amazing with you. Folks, are you ready out there? Because I think it is time to introduce Mrs. De La Vista to... Our favorite part of the pod. Yep, that's right. Yours and mine. A little bit of food news. Food news. Food news. Ooh, honey, you ain't ready, girl. Spill the tea. News update. Zombie Skittles Halloween costume built for social distancing has smelled to keep others away. What? <laughs> 
uh, repeat that. I need to understand. I don't even understand right now. I'm trying to visualize. Yes. So let's let's break it down. Let's break that headline down, right? Zombie Skittles Halloween costume. Zombies. Let's start okay. there. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Skittles came out with zombie Skittles, right? Because and okay. this is, I may have a little bit of a problem here with you, Skittles, because Skittles got rid of the color, right? All color for um, their zombie Skittles. It's this. Oh, gray, I didn't know this. Okay. It's this gray bag, you know? And they did it for pride, too. They got rid of all the color because the rainbow. Uh, is in you, right? That was like their big pride game. Yes, I did know about that one. Right? So (laughs) I feel like they had extra like gray Skittles left over and then put that... (laughs) That's Fair, true. yeah, that's the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> and and just the them as zombie Skittles. But now they built a Halloween costume that's like six feet wide and long, right? That has a zombie mode button that if someone gets too close, it releases this stench to keep them away. What? I am mind blown right now. That is, I think, genius and sadistic at the same time. Yeah. Right, wow, that is <laughs> very unique. So yeah, the zombie Skittles also have gross flavors mixed in with like uh, the regular flavors. Like some taste like quote unquote rotten zombie. Okay. And they're able to sell this. Good for them. Yeah. Like, well, it, I guess it was like those, um, those Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, those jelly beans. Okay, those transphobic yeah. jelly beans. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. What happened to her girl? Another I conversation. That, that's a that's a whole Ooh. other podcast. <laughs> but to, but to celebrate the return of zombie Skittles and the spooky season, the brand created a first of its kind costume that's designed to help you stay socially distant this Halloween. This costume is designed to look like a package of zombie Skittles. Its six foot wide frame dresses you up to look like a zombie Skittles pack while encouraging passing humans to keep their distance. If humans get too close, there is a zombie mode button hidden on the wrist. When activated, releases the smell of rotten zombie to warn humans as well as creepy ghouls to get, to stay six feet away. Okay. And this is from a news site called penlive.com. So thank you for that, penlive. So this was last week um, and you can enter to win one of these and there was like a limited number given out and then they ship it to you and then you could wear it for Halloween. Wow, that is crazy. I mean, I like the COVID safety factor, so I'll toot it for that reason alone, but that's very, very different. <laughs> Now, now, would you be caught uh, in a zombie Skittles outfit or or what are you dressing up for Halloween? This is why I picked this up because... I would want the full rainbow Skittles outfit, if I'm going to be honest. Um, this year, though, I am dressing up for Halloween. We actually got invited to a six-person Halloween party, one of my best friends. So it's her, her boyfriend, another couple, and me and my boyfriend. And I'm usually Cruella DeVille every year for all our Disney shows. I love her. I'm obsessed. But we're going to switch it up this year, and I'm going to be the Dalmatian, and my boyfriend's going to do a male version of Cruella. Oh, so basically he's going to be in a harness and a jock strap. <laughs> you got it. You just called out every single gay's Halloween costume. <laughs> it's the truth. It really is. It is. You know, one side of his harness will be white. The other side will be black. Yep, done a little red jock strap and call it a day. Exactly. You know, we're, get some white shoes and paint some spots on it. You know? <laughs> What are you? Oh, I'm Cruella DeVille. <laughs> oh, okay. I see it. Yes, I, I completely see it. <laughs> that is like every gay's Halloween costume, a jock strap, shirtless, and throw a pair of animal ears on and call it a bunny. That's how they've been doing it for years. Uh, exactly. Um, yeah, us and uh, Katie from Mean Girls. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it looks like we're here for this Skittles costume. And if you are going out this weekend uh, for Halloween, be safe out there, folks. Don't be crazy, please. Six people or less. Yes, we've been stuck inside long enough. The Rock gave a super fan free bottles of tequila for her 101st birthday. Wow. Is it his tequila? Uh, Apparently he has tequila. Because I do remember hearing that. That's crazy. Is it like a yes. fitness tequila? Is it something uh, I should know, be looking into? I think I think because he is Samoan, correct me if I'm wrong, he is of an indigenous people from Hawaii or, or yes, because he's Hawaiian, but I think he's native Samoan. If I'm okay. 
mistaken. And I can look that up while I'm talking to you <laughs> like I should have. But um, so The Rock posted this photo of Marie, a.k.a. Grandma Grover, posing with bottles of some of his uh, Terramana tequila, as well as a card he had written in honor of her of her milestone birthday. Look at that. And he and the card said, remember to sip the mana grandma. And it's not time to do shots. Happiest of <laughs> birthday. What amazing and a blessed life. I, love I am jealous. Right? That's amazing. I mean, it is 70 some odd days till my till my 40th birthday. And I, I want some tequila from the rock. Oh, the big four row. How exciting. Right? Oh, I'm looking forward to the big 4-0. I think that's a fun birthday. People take you really serious. You're established in life. It's something to look forward to. I know. I'm I, I'm I'm not <laughs> pressed about it. I've just started counting down because what else is there to do in <laughs> that's also true <laughs> in quarantine. So there, uh, Dwayne Dwayne Douglas Johnson is an American Canadian actor, but early life, yes, Honolulu. I feel like he is Samoan. I really, because, or maybe it's, I don't know. Somebody out there, uh, fix me. <laughs> <laughs> because it was a, it was that whole thing in his latest movie where they did that, um, that dance, that tribal dance that's really near and dear to their hearts. It's like that war welcome home dance that you've seen. It's a lot of screaming and, very hot men, shirtless. But it's was like, this a real movie or an animated movie? No, it's a, it was a real movie. And then I don't even think I heard about this. And then that's why it was really important um, for him to play that character in Moana as well. Okay. Is, yes, he is very like deeply rooted in his in his heritage. Wow, that yeah. is amazing! I did not know that. I honestly haven't yeah. seen anything since The Pacifier. I think was the last movie I seen him in. But I've been slacking in the movie game. Yeah, uh, I'm not a big movie buff either. But um, I do love The Rock. And sidebar, uh, there used to be the Gay Life Expo at the Javits Center a million years ago. And one year, Madame Tussauds brought brought The Rock um, wax figure. And it was in the booth next to ours. And I I had to feel him up. True confessions. confessions. And listen, this Terramana, uh, Terramana, which I think alludes to his heritage, um, tequila, you can have kind, kind lady, because it's paleo by your- Exactly, by my standard, right? That's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so to like, kind of like put a, uh, wrap this up, put a bow on it, you know, um, The Rock became friends with this grandma via a friend who was uh, who asked if he could wish her a happy 100th birthday last year. So um, he sent her a video message because this woman has been obsessed with um, The Rock forever. When we were in high school 25 years ago, she would wear a Rock sweatshirt and tell us how handsome he is. Oh my goodness, that is so sweet. All right, gra- what grandma. What a nice guy he is, though. That's so sweet. Listen, grandma, grandma's still got the feeling, honey. She, she likes the rock a little bit. A little yeah, bit. She, she's, she's, she's got it. She's got, she got it. She's got it. <laughs> you know? Like, I won't go any far further, but look up in the dictionary, Cardi B, WAP. A dom brought a sub on a leash into L.A.'s bougiest grocery store. I don't even think straight people know what that sentence means. <laughs> the crazy thing is, is that the BDSM community is high, or like, or BDSM, I should say, is hugely popular in the heterosexual community, but in uh- a certain sector of it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'm being a little judgmental then. I do forget some straights are into some fun stuff too. But what was this, in a grocery store? In LA's bougiest grocery store. Okay. So let's start at the very beginning. Do you want to take the, I'm going to let you take the lead, see what I did there, on this, and just explain to the kids the difference between dom and sub. So to break it down with that a very simple word, you know, dom is dominant. So that is the person that is sort of leading, the leader, wink, wink, you know what I mean? And sub is submissive. So they're a little bit more 
of the submissive one. I don't know another word. Uh, then yes, that's not uh, going to be inappropriate. Yes, uh, <laughs> a, a lot of times it is acted out in like uh, human to pup play. So, uh, and in this instance, it was exactly that. This woman brought this man on a leash in full pup gear to um, Erewhon Market in, Lo- in Los Angeles, which is Los Angeles, in Los Angeles, <laughs> uh, which is um, a lot. Erewhon Market is a Los Angeles based luxury grocer. And it's the kind of place that offers organic adaptogenic bone broth cleanse, sells four hard boiled eggs for $7, and has written its own juice cleanse manual to accompany a two day serving of hardcore greens. You know, like people who go here spend spend $140 just to give themselves loose stools. And he was just in full dog pose crawling across the floor. Yep. So this 21-year-old dominatrix uh, went very viral after a picture of her with her leash-wearing submissive client was posted on Twitter. And it caused this huge debate because people were like, we don't want to, you invited us into part of a world that wasn't consensual. So it became this this question of consent in this grocery store. Does the grocery store allow pets? Probably. I mean, if they allow pets, I see no problem whatsoever. I say go for it. it. It's L.A., and so you know Paris Hilton is walking in there with you're so right. You're so right, (laughs) Pomeranian, right? To spend one hundred forty dollars to poop. (laughs) No, I am all for making the straight folks blink and freak out a little bit. So I say, go for it. Have fun. You're not harming anybody. So yeah, this article is from uh, delish.com and this section goes, but it's hard to be interested in ethically produced pumpkins when a man is literally being dog walked past the produce section. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's another way to look at it too. (laughs) Yeah. um, She admitted that she she'd had to paddle the man for misbehaving shortly before she met with the Erwan's equivalent of Paul Blart. I guess the that's the store manager because um, they asked her to kindly leave. And she did. She goes, we were asked to leave by security after we had checked out. And they said, you know, we respect what you're trying to do, but we're going to have to ask you to leave. She said, we left immediately, but we did have to walk back to the store to get the valet, which was kind of funny. I'm always willing to leave if there's any kind of offense, but not because I think what I'm doing is wrong. My willingness to leave is because I respect other people's space and because I just don't want to be where I'm not wanted. Wow, you can't even argue with them. That is like a mature response. Yeah, but I'm like, let 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 the pup in. Oh, I'm totally for it. The only reason that I would be a little against it is once the little paddle comes out, it's animal abuse now. You know, we can't have that in a store, but other than that. <laughs> well, she did it outside of the store. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And and that's what he's paying her for. It's well, they cons- don't know that. It's consensual. <laughs> Right? It is consensual. Oh, no, I totally agree. But if a straight person's watching it, we're going to play along, and that's the pup, that's the owner. <laughs> you abuse the pup, I'm sorry. Animal abuse doesn't happen in our store. Well, yes, we're, we are not here for animal abuse. No. In any I'm just playing shape. along, you know what I mean? I'm getting into it. <laughs> oh, you are getting into it, huh? So you are no stranger, lady, to, <laughs> to Have the Have you seen pup. my pussy walk video? My boyfriend's crawling on all fours in a dog mask, just saying. Yes, and with that, I think this is the perfect way to end food news. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Did we say pussy walk? Now, how does one pussy walk? Pussy walk, you stump the floor, okay. got your nails out like this. And that's the pussy walk. It's very well, they feminine. Can't see, they can't oh, they see can. you. So basically, spirit fingers from bring it on, but up and down right in front of you. Very like cat scratch fever. Oh, and for and for the older generation, think uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller, but make it femme. There we go. Perfect. Right? Yes. Make it like very... Delicate. Delicate. Yes, delicate. Rare. Yeah, but delicate mixed <laughs> with a side of like, you know... Cruella DeVille. Yep, still sass in there. You got right? it. You know the or for, or for your America's Next Top Model uh, fans, Angelia. <laughs> <laughs>
Now, uh, let me ask you something, right? Because I'm sure the listener is wondering if you're sitting in drag across from me and um, is, is this the way you live your life? Talk to me about Joe and who Joe is. So Joe is the creative person behind Astala and Eat Clean Drag Queen and all the little things I do in my life. So Joe is all of them at the end of the day. But I do think people get so caught up in male versus female and gender and this and that. Do I want to be a man and a woman? And none of that really matters to me. I feel like at the end of the day, I'm a person and I just dabble in things that I love. I love drag. I love fashion. I love food. And it all is me. That's incredible. And forgive me, I'm just realizing right now that you're pronouncing your name Astala, and I'm saying Astala. That has been an ongoing battle for the last five years that I've given up on fighting. I don't care anymore. It's a name. You know what I mean? Astala. Some are just Asta, Astala, as long as you're treating me with respect and it is what it is. Astala. Astala. I'm at the point now where. Astala, and I say (laughs) Astala. I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know what? We have a president in office that we got to worry about. There's bigger fish to fry than a drag name pronunciation. So, listen, Miss Tina, Miss Tina Turner had to go to court just to keep her name. So there is a lot to say. That there is a lot in a name, and so I, I must apologize. Not uh, a problem at all, darling. Not one bit. And speaking of the election, oh God, I have really avoided a, a lot of election speak here, but. This upcoming election is is none like we have ever seen in no. our lifetime, yours and mine combined, right? Yeah. Um, any any inspiration, you know? And this the last election before this one was very was just draining and and divisive yeah. and and angering and it it was just very emotional. Do you have any? Any words of inspiration or any, any like, you know, little tidbits of, of advice on, on how to get through the next couple of weeks? Because I feel like no matter what, the next couple of weeks are, are going to be intense. I feel like now that we have seen the base of Trump, we do know these people exist. And it's more or less a living knowing that they exist, but just kind of exuberating kindness and educating people when you can. I see a lot of people get angry. They don't want to educate people. They'd rather just block them on Facebook, this, that. I feel like we are the voice to change minds and we've got to use it. So use your voice when you can. That's really it. I've changed a couple minds just by having nice, educated conversations with people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And drag, let's uh, let's just talk about it for a quick minute here. Drag is inherently um activism, you know? Yes, at its absolutely. at its core, at its core, drag drag is a lot of things, but drag also puts you in a place, right, with a platform for activism. Yep. And are you how are you using your drag to if at all, right? And you, and th- it may not be your thing, but how to, how to change the world. How are you using your drag to change the world is what I'm trying to say. So that's really like what our whole company is based on. We've stopped working at gay bars for the most part about three or four years ago. And all of the shows we do are at straight venues trying to give people that first drag show experience to change their mind. So we make sure everything's very professional. We print out drag bills, like play bills for everybody and just keep it like a full on theatrical production where people leave there, change their mind and then come back again with new friends and want to show people, oh, wow, drag isn't what you thought it was. All right. And so you're not... And is there ever a feeling that you're, you know, like the pony at the road show in doing that, right? Because Absolutely. Uh, and, yeah. and you know where I'm heading with this, right? Because, because sometimes that demographic can feel entitled to, to touch, entitled yes. to do things, right? Just because you're, you're the other, you know? Yes. You're like the show pony, So I do feel like a big part of that, obviously you are phenomenal on a microphone yourself. You control the whole room. And I think that's a big part of it with dealing with a straight audience. I have to control that whole room. I have to give them sass. I have to set down the uh, ground rules right in the beginning. There's no touching this, that, the other thing. And over three, four years, we've had two problems with people that have had to be kicked out. So they get it. They are respectful once you lay down the law. 
all right, yeah, that's great. That's great. And, you know, you have to educate the children in any way, shape, or form. And no matter what platform you're on, right, I try to use this platform to give, you know, to educate the people, to to give my voice some amplification um, on things that matter and give other people uh, space on my platform to, you know, to tell their stories, to to let the audience know us and what we do as LGBTQ people, yep. you know, in, in a very specific way. And I think, I think that's really, really important here. And this, this eat clean drag queen uh, venture that you're on, what do you, what do you see? What do you see happening next? Where are we going? I love keeping this fun right now. So I want to make sure it never becomes a stress and never becomes something where I feel like I have deadlines and I have to do this or that. So I want to keep it on just a very fun level that there's no expectations. It's me kind of just doing me right now. Uh, well, listen, since we've been uh, in lockdown, that's all I've been doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. God, if you, if you haven't realized, I think I'm the funniest person I know. So, <laughs> girl, save, please, please. I love that you're obsessed with cats. We're uh, like, I'm just, I'm just now like, do, are we cooking for the cats? So we did try cooking for the cats in the beginning. They do not want good quality food. They want shit fancy feast. That is what it is. So we're done cooking for the cats. Uh, we actually feed our squirrels now. I cook butternut squash for them. Little cute fruits and vegetables. Cut them up. Give them to the squirrels outside. But the cats are just above it, I guess. Oh, so like the cats, like, like mother, like children. Literally. <laughs> the cats are having none of it, right? They're, they're none. none. I'm like, really? God, like, I've tried to make them some nice quality dishes too. I looked up like actual cat food recipes and they're like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> all right. Well, there are all these companies out there now that like for dogs and cats, like kind of like uh, Blue Apron and yes. things like yep. that. That like will home deliver. Yep. You know, fresh human grade yeah. ingredients. And then I've seen that. Look for your cats. And people are doing it. I, maybe if you raise your cat on it from like kittenhood, but all of mine were adults and they were not about it. They wanted the like McDonald's of cat food. They wanted that crap. Oh, yeah. It just sounds delicious. <laughs> it just sounds delicious. It well, does, this, though. I can't lie. I mean, this has been really, really amazing. And it's just so special because this podcast runs the full spectrum and the full gamut of of people and personas. And it's always an honor to not only connect with, um, you know, my gay brothers and sisters, my LGBTQ, I should say, uh, brothers, sisters, and non-binary folk. And, you know, just highlight highlight you in this special way and what you're doing in the food world, even if it's just for yourself. And, you know, because you are doing it for yourself and and maybe maybe inspiring others out there to, be, to, to start to eat clean as well, because, you know, it's, it's more important now, more now than ever to take care of ourselves. You know, the healthcare in this country yeah. is a disaster, yeah. you know? Um, and this pandemic, we're, we don't even know what it's, yeah. what the after effects are going to do to us. And even our mental health at this state, you know? Yeah, everything is so taxing right now. <laughs> and and the way we eat really affects that. Yep, I totally agree. I feel like that's the one thing we can control during this pandemic, to the best of our ability, obviously. But I feel like we do have a little bit of say there. So that's where I tried to focus my control. Yeah, and you putting that out there into the world and showing others like, hey, you could do this too and be really fabulous while yep. doing it, which was my MO from the beginning when I started blogging in 09, which is something we also have in common is that I used to give my recipes back in the day, drag names. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Look at you. You're the OG. <laughs> yeah, honey, the OG of this, right? The OG, the Andy Cohen of it all. <laughs> Has she ever been in drag before? I'm going to guess yes. Oh, yeah. Have you? Okay, okay. Yes, I got to yes. see pictures eventually. I'll send you one of Miss okay. <laughs> Larissa de la Playa. Oh, my goodness. She is fancy. Yeah, Larissa de la Playa is 
is somebody that you like you just don't want to mess with Miss Loretta de la Playa. I am obsessed already. I know you are fierce already, so I know you got it. She's got she's got a thin chola eyebrow <laughs> and all honey. Right? I am living right now. Loves a leopard, <laughs> loves a leopard print. Right? Yes. And a jumpsuit. Oh, she's got the jersey in her though with the leopard. Okay. Yeah. Yes, honey, she was uh, working at a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens. I am obsessed with Fran Drescher. I am obsessed. Have you ever met Fran Drescher? No, I have not, but I went to the house that they show in the beginning of each episode in New York City because I'm a crazy person, and that's all. I, I, so I am actually a podcasting out of a different office today. And um, usually I have a photo of Lainey Kazan behind me, a signed autograph of Lainey Kazan. And Lainey Kazan okay. played Aunt Frida uh, in The Name. Really? Yes. And okay. there's, that, there's that famous episode where she's really angry that she wasn't invited to the wedding. And yep. then they edit her into the wedding video. And she's like, oh. Yes. <laughs> I liked Aunt Frida. I thought she was fancy. She was bougie. I thought she was fun. Aunt Frida was everything. (laughs) And I just took us down a road uh, out of nowhere here. Today has been so much fun. And I can't thank you enough of just giving giving us time um, out of your very, very busy, you know, happy housewife schedule of taking care of the kids and tending to the husband and cooking all the meals. And, you know, just to come and, uh, and kiki with me for a little while. This has been really great. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a blast. Like I said, this is my first podcast and this is honestly like a blast. I can't wait to do it again. Well, you are welcome to come back to my big gay food podcast house. You are now part of the real gay food wives of the internet. I still, y'all, I still haven't figured it out. I've gone, (laughs) (laughs) like I still, I was using gay food army till they started calling me the Andy Cohen of food. And now I need to make a house, a food housewives reference. And it's really just not working for me. (laughs) I am taking ideas as well as $19 and 81 cents uh, for, and you too can own <laughs> shares of my love handles or my sagging buttocks. <laughs> Did you know Jackie Beat was doing that? No, when you said that at the beginning, I was dying. That is crazy. Go I'm okay to, with it though. Get it. Get go it. To, go to her Instagram. It's incredible. Because okay, yeah. people are giving her like $19.68 for shares of her face. <laughs> that is amazing right it's brilliant i love people different. yes i and i i, I love to hate the internet sometimes <laughs> oh my god speaking of the internet let the children know where they can find you see your recipes i just had a frog in my throat let the, <laughs> let the people know where they can find you see your recipes see see the art of drag and the beauty that is because you got two spots to do this right see you perform Give yes. the kids all the information, and I will obviously uh, tag it out in the liner notes. Awesome. Thank you so much. So um, if you are into food and you're looking for some paleo and Whole30 recipes, you can find me on Instagram at eatcleandragqueen or at www.eatcleandragqueen.com. And if you are looking for some more drag stuff, you can head to It's Astala Vista, A-S-T-A-L-A Vista, V-I-S-T-A.com for all of my drag photos, my merch, and my show dates. Oh my God, there's merch? Uh, Do I? boyfriend put it together. Yes, do I need some Astala merch? Like, I need like, well, not a crop, right? Nobody wants to see this belly, but... Maybe maybe I need like a cute like hoodie. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to go myself to yes. the website and peruse some quarantine shopping because Lord knows <laughs> I'm making less money but spending more on things I don't need. Twinning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so much love and thanks to Astala for uh, coming on in your mouth today. It has been such a joy and a pleasure. Uh, just to hang out and kiki. Once again, if you're going out this weekend, please don't be ridiculous. Uh, I'm going to be in quarantine for the next two weeks uh, myself because I've had to fly for some family issues down to Florida. So I am going back home shortly to quarantine. And I mean, I haven't been doing much of anything anyway out there. So uh, you know what? Enjoy the weekend. Be responsible. You won't see me out in these streets. And as always, thank you for listening to In Yo Mouth. <laughs>